Blog Talk Radio. Hello. And red wine. It's on the sly, darling. Happy Friday. Yeah, for sure. Woo woo. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. What a week. Uh huh. Yep. Storms, hot weather, and everything. I know. Isn't this weather crazy? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It goes from one thing to the next. I still think we're in one of those globes. They, you know, doing what they do. <laughs> you like that Jim Carrey movie? <clears throat> Controlling everything? For sure. Uh, was it Mr. Truman or something? Yeah, the Truman Show. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think so, huh? Like the Pajama Party Show. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> or maybe it's the Matrix. Okay, maybe. Just mm-hmm. saying. It's definitely taking on the Florida look. Past few days, it's raining out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Look out the windows, it's storming. Mm-hmm. Hurricane is coming out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, tornadoes touching down. In places where they usually never see that. Yeah, for sure. Yep. I tell you, global warming. Yeah, it's people here. Still in denial. It's here, people. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So what are we going to anyway, kick it off with tonight? Our, our initial today? topic tonight will be uh, just to end, end the story of uh, the young lady. I think her name is uh, Richardson's her last name. Mm, Shikari. Yeah. Shikari Richardson. Uh, how she was... Um, Ice completely from the Olympics, and this was from the, uh, the you know the United States Olympic team committee, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. It had nothing to do with the uh, international, the IOC. Right. So don't don't get it twisted, and don't blame them because this was the U.S. team. I guess they figured they had their people in place and everything like that, and people, you know, there's always opposition on both sides. But our question tonight is, uh, do you feel that was fair? for her to be kicked out completely because her 30 days would have been up where she would have missed out on the 100-yard dash, but she still could have ran in the 4x100, uh, which mm-hmm. is 4x100 every woman, whereas every, every woman runs 100 meters in a four-person relay. So they iced her. So well, I'll go first think? and say I think it is an atrocity. I think it was grossly unfair, and I think they should have. I mean, I understand the rules are the rules, but once she did her suspension, I don't understand why they iced her out of the relay of that four by whatever that's called, the one that she could have run in. Four by 100. Four by 100. I don't understand why they iced her out of that. I don't know if it's just jealousy. Is it racial? Is it just hate? I don't understand. So mm, point. I, I think that they, that she should have been allowed to participate. What you say, Kim? Um, hmm, I'm kind of on the fence, as usual. I mean, rules are rules, and, you know, um, they were saying, I mean, like the president, he mentioned, okay, rules are rules, but maybe some rules need to be changed or updated. 
And I think that's what the situation should be. Um, because they know, you know, these athletes, they know when they go and they're doing these Olympic sports, a lot of stuff is just banned. They have in their book or whatever or laws, bylaws, whatever, saying the things you can do and you cannot do. So that's one of the things that's not allowed. But they did say in Colorado, hey, marijuana is, is legal. Yeah. You know. It was in Oregon where it is legal. Right. Um, so, um, you know. I, I think she's going to take a bullet this time, and she'll get herself together. Um, they have a, a, a big race, I believe, next month. I forgot the name of it, but she plans to participate. I think she just needs to get herself together and just um, go from there. Well, we always got to take the bullet. We've been taking the bullet for over 200 years. Yeah, I mean, they brought up the thing with, I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to give it to Papa Didi. He said this about Michael Phelps. Now, he was suspended for three months. So, you know, because he was smoking outside of the Olympics. He was smoking at a party. Somebody took a picture of that, and they suspended him for three months. So I don't think it's a black and white thing. It's just how the Olympics is. They're very strict. So that's that's my take on it. What's yours, Papa? Mm, yeah. Um, definitely on, on the fence, like you said. Um, my question is this here. You know, there's always back talk. Of people you never know, just like it goes all the way back to uh, what is it called, Etu Brutus? Mm-hmm. You know, when Julius Caesar was killed and Brutus was his boy, and he turned around and said, You too, Brutus, when everybody was stabbing him in the back, mm-hmm. literally stabbing him in the back. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is this here as a sports enthusiast, this young lady was the fastest woman in the world. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that you're going to take a sacrifice of not having the fastest woman in the world on the relay team. Have you lost your damn mind? Exactly. Now, the biggest threat to the United States has always been them beautiful Jamaican women. Okay? They run their ass off. I don't give a damn what nobody's saying. I'm not talking about they by cornering nobody or stereotyping nobody. But just like Usain, Usain Bolt, mm-hmm. Jamaica's always been our adversary. Mm-hmm. And them beautiful black sisters from Jamaica run their ass off. So if we fuck around and come in second place, excuse the expression, but I meant mm-hmm. to say it make my story sound better. If we come in second place, then we deserve second place. Because mm-hmm. the fastest woman in the world would have been on our relay team yep. to and run either the lead or the anchor. So yeah. you brought somebody in that you know. Because understand this, and I'm going to cut it out from here. You have trials leading up to the Olympics. She beat everybody every time. Mm-hmm. Everybody that, that's in the Olympics and right now. And not by barely. Right. She smoked, smoked them. Yeah, everybody that's in Tokyo now, she fun. beat running. Sure. Okay? So she's going to be on TV saying, oh, that's Karen. Oh, that's Joyce. Oh, that's but, but Sabrina. Then, but then what you I know? said, too, in retrospect, she knows she's being looked at everything She's like a flow joke. She wants the attention. You need to keep yourself right. Right. And she has management or whatever is supposed to be keeping her right. So she she needs to. That's the, that's the right. bottom line. That's, that's my, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's the bottom line is that you made a mistake at, what, 20 years old? 21, yeah. 21, 21 years yeah, old. Yeah. You made a mistake. Stay in shape. Come back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully you'll have that speed for a few years. 
And 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 now I would I would stay away from all drugs and oh, yeah. make everybody say I told you so. Right. But there you know you we all we all step in, in the dog duty in our life. So oh, this sure. is our time. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully she's strong enough to come back. But I'm still pissed. Yeah. But anyway, she stepped in this one. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and she did. And it stinks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to oh. suffer the consequences. She's the highest it stinks. Next yeah. time, girlfriend, drink you some brown liquor. Yeah, because stay you know what, alcohol. They took that yeah. out in 2017. That was on the books as far as the things that they couldn't um, consume. Mm-hmm. And they took it off the books on the Olympic Oh, books. so you can get drunk. But oh, you can, you can always. Every right. job is but like see, that. But see, that's what today. I'm saying. Like the president said, things need to be updated. Mm-hmm. And they need to change with the time. Yeah, so. because once marijuana started getting legalized, why is that even still? Everywhere. Yeah. But anyway, all right, let's get to these hot topics. You ready for the rundown? I got it. All right, what you got for us tonight? A hot topic tonight, guess who's not suspended from ESPN? Also, assassination of the Haiti president. That's unfortunate. Tokyo venues for Olympics will have no spectators. Wow. I hit and quit a headline. Got quite a bit. Swimming officials are reviewing controversial swim cap decisions. Also, more than 75 Capitol Police officers have quit since January 6th. Um, also, mass white supremacists. March on Philadelphia City Hall. Oh, my God. Also, first African-American wins National Spelling Bee. Yay! Yay. Um, Avanati, Avanati sentenced to two and a half years prison for Yay. extortion. Okay. And Juvenile and Manny Fresh want black Americans to back that thing up. Our cocktail of the week is the Grilled Grapefruit uh, Paloma Cocktail. What's popping with Papa Didi, of course? Uh, weird news. We have to lighten it up, of course. Woman suffers burns after spilling cocktail on foot. Also, huge snake in toilet bites man while he's doing his business. And Heinz launches a petition to make hot dogs and buns equal in November. In number, I'm sorry. I'm just saying with red wine, uh, they're trying us. Living for the city with Papa Didi. I'm quite sure he got a good one. My Hollywood wrap-up, the kiss it list, and the last words. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot Topics. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party, and a Game Changer, and of course we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee! I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Peach Stops and Cranberry Juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule. Yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the apajamaparty.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipes. And you can find out how to make the Cocktail of the Week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure they are. Along with pictures of the drink, so you can know exactly what it's supposed to look like. So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky read over here. And I got the ABA. Get the recipes at www.apajamaparty.com and click on Cocktail of the Week. Cheers!
Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. One host, Papa Dee. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Hey, bonsoir. How you doing? What you said? Come on, allez-vous. Something new tonight. Ima, Ima. Hey, that grill, grapefruit paloma. Just saying. Woo! All right, it's time to get into these hot topics. From the streets of Messina. Uh oh. Okay, this first topic is guess who's not spending from ESPN. Who suggested that uh, Black Pierre was hired because of race and and uh, not the white woman? Anyway, this is about Rachel Nichols. Okay, Rachel Nichols is a smiling face, smiley face, happy-go-lucky, act like everything is cool, always got a smile on her face. She hosts a show called The Jump. Now, The Jump comes on every day on ESPN at three o'clock, and they talk about. All the basketball news in the world, okay? They have all the latest people on there. She hosts with a couple past stars and different people in the NBA. She knows all the brothers in the NBA. She does flashbacks of different old stories and, and does everything on this show, okay? She owns the jump and has her, co- her co-host sitting in there, different, anybody she want to bring in, Dr. J, anybody. She ho- owns it lock, stock, and barrel. Now, the finals came along, which is the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. Now, they picked a young lady named uh, Maria, Maria Taylor to host the show that comes on before the finals. Uh, that's called the NBA Countdown mm-hmm. instead of her. She thought she was a shoo-in because she used to do the sideline stuff for the playoffs. Now, the sideline person is the person that interviews the referee, I mean, interview the coach before you go in for halftime and stuff like that. You're the sideline competition. It's like your girl in the NFL. Uh, what's her name? Oh, the one with the white, bad The white league? girl. No, no, not go. She, her too. Aaron. Her too. Yeah, I'm thinking about Pam Oliver. Well, both of them. That's Aaron what they is. do. They're the sideline. Okay. Sideline people. Mm-hmm. So no she wasn't. She wasn't picked to do the sideline yeah. or the show half hour before the game called the NBA Countdown. Okay. So she was pissed because they picked Maria Taylor to do the NBA Countdown for the finals, which is a half hour show. And this other real pretty girl that's uh, I forget her name. Her name yeah, failed me. The black me and now. white thing. Because pretty much. Okay. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Okay. But she wasn't airing on that. She she came out and said that. Um, um, I can't believe they picked her instead of me to do this when I've been following the playoffs the whole way along, only because ESPN wants to spruce up their lousy diversity history. She Who literally came out to? and said that. She was just talking. Well, she was actually talking to. Um, Somebody's yeah, she was talking to uh, LeBron. LeBron, the LeBron James manager, mm-hmm. having a personal conversation. He recorded it. And then, it, and then it got leaked. He's black. He's Lee. He's black. Well, she's a well. Let me put it to you like this. Let me put it to you like this. Let me put it to you like this. This woman is around black people all the time, but she's white. Right. And her what she did right now justifies that she's white. When a black person got put in front of her, she felt like because she knew all these black guys mm-hmm. and she knows LeBron James' manager and everybody like that, she could talk to all these people. And I think he recorded her just to cover his ass mm-hmm. because she said some real foul stuff about ESPN. But, but what get me, when it leaked, mm-hmm. ESPN, as our story said, she didn't get suspended or anything. Mm-hmm. And she literally said, I can't believe they picked her 
and he probably didn't suspend her because it was done during her off time and not over the air, you know, during a, a, a personal situation. But she said, I can't believe they picked her when I've been found this, this playoff the whole time and only because they want to do – well, who said that they picked her because of diversity? Maybe yeah. she's just better than you in that right. particular situation. Right. So she took the low road. Well, maybe that was a deal that had already been made. Right. So she took the low road, and she put everybody in a position because people actually like Rachel Nichols. And they actually like, you know, Maria Taylor. Mm-hmm. So it was, she put everybody between a rock and a hard place. The beautiful thing about Maria Taylor is that Maria Taylor didn't even speak on it. They were in her face saying, you have a comment? And she said, no, I don't have a comment on that, yada, yada, I'm going to show you. You know. Hey. Yeah, and she, well, Marie Taylor is just natural anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, she does her thing, and she just, she does her thing. She, don't, she's don't good hate, at it. But uh, the sad happen? part about it is that uh, Rachel Nichols showed her ass, and now she's still on, still on, the, on the jump. At three, it was on it a day, mm-hmm. on it yesterday, talking about the games that just passed, the finals just passed, mm-hmm. like nothing happened. But then she did get on TV and apologize for the jump started one day, mm-hmm. like she's crying. I just want to apologize. I, I'm really good friend with, with, I'm trying to get her mocking mocker. I'm really good friends with Maria Taylor, and it's had nothing to do with her. She's a great person. She's very professional. Well, why the hell are you crying and apologizing? on network TV now mm-hmm. when you kick the girl in the butthole in a private conversation with somebody mm-hmm. and you blamed on diversity and you said that ESPN has lousy diverse, diversity habits. They only, put her, they only put her in there to build up their diversity, which that wasn't the case. They put her in there because she's good. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with your wig wearing ass. Well, see, my thing is this should have been some repercussions. Exactly. Send to her, mm-hmm. tell her she need to take vacation for a couple of weeks, cool your motherfucking ass off, or something. That one sister, what was the other girl? The other sister that got fired from ESPN. Oh, J- Jamel Hill? Jamel Hill. Mm-hmm. Jamel Hill said yeah. stuff, and they got rid of her. With the quickness. Mm-hmm. Well, they gave her, like, what, two warnings or so? Yeah, and she still kept going at it. So <laughs> she, maybe her father's rich, and maybe her. But mother's again, rich. I'm gonna say Jamel Hill. I still support Jamel because Jamel was making comments on social media mm-hmm. that was yeah. not relative to who she worked for. Mm-hmm. She was saying, "This is my personal opinion mm-hmm. on this topic or yeah. that topic," mm-hmm. and the network for ESPN or whichever network it was, sports wise, mm-hmm. was like, "You can't be saying all that." Because we don't like it. And she was like, y'all can kiss my grits. This is my personal opinion. How are you going to tell me what to say when I'm off? I'm not representing the network. But what they were trying to say is anything you do represents us. But that kind of reminds me of the thing that went to the Supreme Court with the cheerleader. Yeah. She was bad mouth in the school, but it was off her, off campus. Right. On her own time. Mm-hmm. Supreme Court said, hey, she got the right to do whatever heck she wanted to do. That's you right. Know, but, um, you know, they going case by case. But I'm saying that particular case, they say it's, it's freedom of speech. But it seems funny how that freedom of speech thing seems to work to benefit non-black people. Mm-hmm. Now, is it a coincidence? <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway. Just saying, huh? Just saying. But it's going to be interesting to see because if it continues to grow legs or gain momentum, they want to make some decisions. What are they going to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to have the bench her, so to speak, you know, as they say, and, and, and or, you know. I so. mean, she didn't even get a slap on the wrist. Nothing. 
they just went ahead like, okay, that happened. Next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. The black girl said, okay, F y'all, bye. Somebody else pick her up. She get her own shit. See you later. There you go. Bye. I hope she does. Am I right, Papa D? Yeah. See? Yeah, because nobody needs to be able, doesn't need to have to tolerate. And see, the only only thing that held Rachel strong, and it's gotten to do with her, Mm -hmm. was the fact that that show, The Jump, is very popular. Mm -hmm. And you you were dead in the middle of the NBA finals and playoffs and all that mm-hmm. and to give her to her would probably shook the apple cart right. and she probably would have sued for the whole you right, know right. the me too movement and all the cancel culture shit would have got involved and ESPN yeah. said fuck it she's a white woman let's right. not fuck with her because we can fuck around and lose our shirt but you know and what that, that was the I'm curious about line. why did the guy tape her I don't to know to protect himself more than likely I mean, because, you know, you got to understand that when you go in these rooms with people anymore, mm-hmm. you got to just protect yourself, man. You know. But I'm saying, I think, this is my opinion, that something might have been said before, you know, in the conversation. That made him know, feel like... They're both white, because the guy's white, right? No, he said no, the guy was black. No, he's, he's black. black. Yeah, he's black. And she could have said something on that tone before. He said, like you just said, Bob, I'm going to protect my ass. You got to, you know. So, yeah. You know, I'll tell you nowadays, oh. jobs nowadays are, they're re the whole office. Your average corporate office now all have glass doors. <laughs> there's, there's, everybody, there's glass, everything, everything's glass. <laughs> well, you ever see corporate world today? Yeah. yeah. Everything's glass. There are no more wooden doors that you're closing. They're trying to see what you, you can You yeah. can see people motioning behind the glass mm-hmm. and read lips. But you won't have no blinds. There won't be no blinds pulled or wooden doors anymore. So, but anyway, in a situation like that, um, uh, with the with the the grace of uh, goodness, um, uh, Maria Taylor didn't didn't speak on it at all. She had no comment on it. She's doing a great job on commentating. And uh, Rachel Nichols has a, you know, she right now she does have an anchor on her on her foot because she she showed her butt. Mm-hmm. So, so she's she showed her butt honey. So she's yeah, on the kitchen list this she's week. Dead, and how did. about that? Put her, put her on there. Yeah. What, what's her name? Rachel Nichols. Mm-hmm. Three o'clock every day. ESPN the jump. You she's said up. Rachel. Rachel. Oh, Rachel. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I thought you said Rachel. No, you didn't, no. Red Wine. All right. Uh, uh, let me tell you about this one. I'm sure everybody heard about what happened in Haiti. You know, you had the uh, Haitian police have now. Accord, well, as of earlier today, they have killed at least three suspects and arrested 17 others that were suspected of assassinating Haitian President Jovenel Moise in an attack that has escalated and spiraling political and security crisis in the impoverished uh, Caribbean nation of Haiti. Haitian authorities said that two of the people were U.S. citizens. That one blew my mind. I'm like, why are two U.S. citizens involved in assassinating the head of Haiti? That was crazy. So they've identified these two U.S. citizens as James Solanges, or I'll say Solanges, 35, and Joseph Vincent, who's 55, Mm -hmm. were part of the group that were arrested. So the Colombia's government confirmed late Thursday that some of the suspects were former members of the Colombian army and that they're now involved in helping with the investigation of this. 
Moise, with 53, uh, dissolved Parliament back in January 2020 and was ruling by decree as opponents and protesters were demanding that he step down. So they've had a whole lot of, I guess I would just say mess, going on in Haiti. Um, uh, Robert Fatong said that he obviously had many enemies. And this guy, Fatone, is a polit- is a political professor and expert on Haiti. Who He's from the University of Virginia. He said there might have been some degree of complicity on the part of those that were protecting the president. So how you got your people that are supposed to be protecting you possibly were in on the assassination? Doesn't surprise me. I mean, I'm just saying that just shows you how deep and how messy the whole situation is. So... Moise was supposed to be getting ready to install Ariel Henry, who is a neurologist, as the next prime minister on Wednesday after he dismissed the predecessor, Claude Joseph, in the latest revolving door of prime ministers. But it was Joseph who announced Moise's killing on Wednesday morning, and then he decided that now he's the head of Haiti's government. The leadership vacuum vacuum is like a potential powder keg, and they're all grappling with a lot of issues like the economy, political and social woes, gang violence is spiking in the capital of Port-au-Prince, inflation is out of control, food and fuel is becoming scarce, and they're saying that 60% of the population in Haiti makes less than $2 a day. That's great. So that's how much people are suffering and going through. So uh, it goes on to say that in the past 30 years, there's been one calamity after another, and now it's getting even more serious because you have people arguing over who's in charge. So um, how long was this president in in position? He got in, I want to say it was in 2019. Hmm. It was either 19 or, I don't think it was 20. I believe he got in in office. Moise, I believe it was in 20. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't been in there that long. Mm. So it was either 19 or 20. I'm, I'm thinking it was in 19. Yeah, because I, I, I did hear the mention trying to figure out how did they find these quote-unquote guys that's supposed to kill, assassinate the Yeah, that's so a question. Bad. Yeah, because they were like quick to hunt down yeah. who the people were. Right. And then the numbers kept growing. First they said they had killed two people. Right. Then they said, oh, then now they've killed three suspects. That sounds like a big Then they said we have four suspects. Then mm-hmm. later on it was we got 17 suspected people arrested. So now you've got the Colombian government helping um, along with the Haitian government. I don't know if the U.S. government is helping with this. But then on top of all this, you got COVID-19 going on, you know, because vaccinations are very low. COVID is going up. They they just got a bad situation there in Haiti. All right. Well, I, I was just reading a little bit in depth. It says the police in Haiti says the assassination was carried out by a commando unit of 26 Colombians and two Haitians. Well, that's why uh, the Colombian government is now involved in the investigation. It sounds like because some of these people have been identified as being part of the Colombian military. Wow. So why they're involved in this, I don't know, but I guess as they continue with the investigation, 
they'll get more and more information. But I guess it just sounds like it just I don't know. It just sounds like it's it a big. Oh, and, and I forgot to mention that his wife was in the room at the time when the assassination well, happened. She's in Florida. Man. Yeah, she was taken to a hospital in Florida where she is recovering. And they're gonna probably have her on the lock and key. You know. Yeah. I didn't know if they I don't know they didn't mention anything about any children, so Yeah, I haven't heard anything about children. They're probably trying to keep it hush hush, so Yeah, it's messy. Wow. It is. All right. In other news, what you got, Kevin? Um, Tokyo. Venues for the Olympics will have no spectators. Uh, speaking of messy. Interesting. Um Tokyo venues for the pandemic delayed Tokyo twenty twenty Olympics will not have spectators due to the city's um, coronavirus state of emergency through the Games. The announcement was made following a meeting of five Olympic and Japanese government groups responsible for the Games. Um, the number of infected cases in the area, and including Tokyo, has been increasing since the end of last month. So the new state of emergency for the uh, capital will run from July 12th to August 22nd. Covering the 16 days of the, you know, the games. Mm-hmm. Um, the spectators' uh, decision comes as Tokyo reported 920 new infections for Wednesday, the highest it's daily case load since the middle of May. The state of emergency, the fourth in the Japanese uh, capital since the pandemic began, will cover the entire period of, like I said, of the Olympics. Um, last month, Olympic organizers said spectators would be allowed at the games with a cap of 10,000 people per venue or 50% of the venue capacity. That was last month. Organizers had already decided to ban overseas fans from the stands in March. So if you came from overseas, you couldn't be in there. But mm. you know, it, it has changed since then. Um, Japan has lagged behind Western countries in rolling out its vaccination drive. Only 15% of its population are fully vaccinated. It's crazy. It's part of the problem. Compared to 47% in the United States and nearly 50% in the U.K. I mean, I have to give it to us a pat on the back. We're rocking and rolling. Yeah. I mean, they serious. President serious and each individual mayor or whoever in those cities or towns, they're really pushing it. So, um, here. So, um, they should have just canceled it. I agree. Yeah, but that's that's what I was going to say when you finished that story. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they didn't just at least postpone it for another year just and money. give us twelve more months to try to get COVID under control. Right, money, and then you're gonna have it somewhere where <laughs> you only fifteen percent. Come on, they're vaccinated. Nah. My thing is, you knew the Olympics were coming. This pandemic was almost a year and a half ago. And they plan for these Olympics. Why not try to push more people to get vaccinated? Something's something's not right there. Well, I'm questioning this. Just the the idea that it's possible that COVID nineteen originated mm-hmm. somewhere there in China. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to have the Olympics there? Yeah, you can suck us mess- up into some shit. That's the point. <laughs> If That's there's crazy. some issue with whether it started in the lab or by the the, the yeah. market place with the animal lab, whatever, yeah. uh, I don't whatever. think I want to go over there. If it's if it originated in China, then why are you trying to get people from all over the world to travel to China? Yeah. To me, that should have been red flag number one to say, you know what, this is not the year 
to have the Olympics there. Right. You need to go someplace where COVID is in better <laughs> is in a better situation. But they, like I said, they plan this stuff years and years. I don't advance. care about their plans. <laughs> I mean, it's I not like we planned for COVID. Yeah, that's true. But once COVID nineteen became a reality, right? It's time to start changing the plans. Yeah. But somehow they just kept on going like a snowplow. Yeah. Just keep on going, mm-hmm. keep on going. I don't understand that. I mean, I get it that about the money, but we're talking about people's lives. Yeah, and now all the money that they thought they were going to make, they're not going to make. No. Uh-uh. So what have you gained? I, I, my thing is, they, they've had it over there several times. I'm like, why do I keep going back over there? Exactly. I, I don't want to go. No, Can thank you. Can you explain that one, Papa Didi? <laughs> not at all. It's, it's got to be about either uh, our relations with them, something that we said, okay, because you know how they have the um, the viewing board or whatever, and they make a decision where it's going to be? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Me personally, I just think shit is rigged. That's just my opinion. I agree. And why you keep? Because it has been over there several, yeah. Yeah. several times. So it's like you, it was in Beijing one time. Right. So 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 you trying to your relations with them is trying to be better. So you're going to say, okay, we're going to give you the Olympics. That rabbit out that hat. I don't believe it's in Tokyo. It's something else. But you're going to say Tokyo. You need to do something else. So, somebody's uh, palms are being greased. That's how I feel. They need to do something else. Mm -hmm. I guess they said, well, the one time we had it here in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. they had all those murders and stuff going on, and then they said, okay, y'all blew it. You can't do it anymore. I I don't know. If you guys got any questions or comments we were talking about, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Get in the queue. All right. We'll be back on the other side of the break. We still got some good stuff for you on the Hit It and Quit It headlines. Right after the break on the Pajama Party Show. Hey, this is Papa Didi. Join me on Friday nights live at the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. And don't miss my segments called Living for the City and What's Poppin'. Hey, and, and join me. This is Red Wine with the Long Long Step. And I've got the hot topics in my commentary called I'm Just Saying. And don't forget the cocktail of the week for me, Kettle with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood Wrap Up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the kisser list. That's for the people who get on our last nerves and you want us to call them out. So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party. Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Call us live, 914-803-4306. And don't forget to press 1. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender? Does he want to see my slippers? I'll call the room service. Well, welcome back to a jump party. When you host Papa Dean, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Rick Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the Hit It and Quit It headlines. And I believe I've got the first one. So I'm going to do my best to hit it and quit it. Swimming officials are reviewing the controversial rule that bars Olympic athletes from wearing swim caps for natural hair. Here we go. The International Swimming Federation, known as FINA, F-I-N-A, says that they are reviewing a controversial decision that barred swim caps designed for natural black hair from being worn during competitions, including the upcoming Olympics. In a statement posted to their website on today, 
The organization said that they acknowledged the comments and reactions that emerged online after it was reported that the FINA rejected an application to certify products from a black-owned brand called SoulCap for competition swimming. FINA said they're committed to ensuring that all aquatics athletic athletes have access to appropriate swimwear for competition where the swimwear does not confer a competitive advantage. They said they are also currently reviewing the situation with regards to sole cap and similar products, understanding the importance of inclusivity and representation. Now, according to their statement, sole caps are allowed to be worn by professional athletes only for recreational and teaching purposes, but not for competition. The Federation said that they appreciate the efforts of the brand, but they want to ensure that everyone has a chance to enjoy the water. I don't know why they added that part, but they said they're going to speak with the manufacturer of SoulCap about using their products in what they call their development centers. And they expect to make their consideration of SoulCap and similar products uh, as wider initiatives aimed at ensuring that there are no barriers to participation in swimming, yada, yada, yada. So according to the uh, Olympic rule book, it's permissible to wear two swim caps during the competition. So you can put on one and then pull down another one on top of that. But the rules also say that manufacturers of new swimwear and caps that include a new design, construction, or material have to submit it to FINA to get their approval before they're worn. So the FINA committee looked at it, rejected it, and then when it all hit the fan and people were like, oh, so you got a problem with black people being able to protect their hair? Then FINA came back and said, oh, well, you know, we're going to revisit. We're going to look at it. Because basically they were saying that those caps don't fit the natural shape of the head. But they're not understanding that if you have braids, locks, or just your natural hair, like right. in an afro. Right. No, the cap is not going to fit the shape of the head. It's fitting the shape of your hair. Now, I was just getting ready to make a comment as far as um, they weren't going to accept it because they didn't approve it. But it went through, a, you know, through the process. Mm-hmm. But they they rejected. They rejected it. And but then I, when it hit the fan, right. but I can't now they're saying, it. well, we got to revisit it. I hate the stupid shit that they say. It does not have no advantage. Exactly. Of that person swimming in the damn water. It doesn't make you faster. <laughs> right. You and know, see, what they what they fail yeah. to understand is that if you got long, straight, thin hair, mm-hmm. you can stick it up under one of right. those regular caps, right. no problem. And then when you get in the shower, you wash that chlorine out, you're right. straight. Right. But for people with, like <laughs> us with natural yeah. hair, you don't have that advantage. Right. You but know? See, again... Some things need to be updated, as we said before. Exactly. So that's the that's the bottom line. So we're okay. gonna keep an eye on the FINA. I agree. You know, some of these rules they get on my freaking rule nerves. Well, why would you call it SoulCap? That's the brand of the company. They called it that. I don't. I can't answer that I'm just question. Saying, if you want to <laughs> slide it by white folks, why didn't you call it something like Buttercup? 
Oh, good. Or, you know, or Susie Q. I mean, I guess they could have, but that was the name that they came but, up with. I mean, sometimes we, we you got to what you always sometimes say. Sometimes well, you got to But why? Why? Well, you know, why? Let, me, let, me, let me say this here. If <laughs> I, have to deny all, let me say this here. <laughs> let me say this. I nobody, I'm not denying. We nice, like you always say. Why right, can't it be right, the power to the people? Right, right, right. So y'all now you're going to come. Right, right, right. We are very, what word am I looking for? As black folks, we are very, what word am I looking for? Centric or what? No, no, we're very. Uh, Amenable. It'll come to me later. Very amenable. We try to blend in, fit in. Don't rock that's our, that's Yeah, that's problem. too. I hate, I hate that brain. side of us. That's not the side I'm talking right. about. Okay. We're very. Uh, uh, accommodating? Or we should yeah, be? Yeah, I'm on a level of accommodating. Yeah. We're very. What the hell word am I looking for? <laughs> I was on a train one time, and this white woman was taking advantage of these black folks, and I kept mm-hmm. saying it to myself. Yeah. That we're very, uh, we're so conscientious. We're, you know, we're we're so kind. You know, we're so damn kind. But sometimes you gotta dazzle with brilliance and baffle with bullshit. Let me let me give you an example, and I'll take one second on this. If I own if I own the club, if I own the club in a Spanish neighborhood, I would have a Spanish staff running my club. If I owned a club in a white neighborhood, I'd have white folks running my club. That's sad. Why do we have to do that? Because that's the way they do it. Mm. Do, do Who is they? That make it right? Who is they? Who is they? The people that we patronize. When you go to a club and you see black folks, and it's, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Believe me, the next day at 10 o'clock in the morning, white folks are coming inside that big, beautiful club to count their money. To count their stock. To count. It right. It's not what's right, but it's what's clever. Okay. It's what's clever. We have to take off the soul cap name and not, uh, you know, and like I said, I'm not da- I'm not down with the bull. Don't get me wrong. I'm a true Gil Scott Harum fan, okay? okay. So yeah. don't think this Fight is the just. Power. Right. This, the revolution will not be televised. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm that. But okay. I'm learning why they call, why, why, um, what's the boy's name? Uh, Steve Harvey changed his yearly get-together from the Hoodie Awards to the Neighborhood Awards. I got you. You know what I mean? I got you. And like I said, at first, I kind of like, it's not more appealing. It's what what will slide under the door. It's almost like spitting snot on a door handle. It's yeah. slippery as shit. Well, it's, well, okay. It's slippery as okay. hell. We, we, we can go on this You know, when night, somebody we, say we you're slick as snot on a door handle, no, that's no. why they, and I'm not agreeing with it, but that's what got to fly through. Okay. And we'll, I'll talk about it more in my segment. I ain't going to take okay. up the time. Okay, right. wait, Cattle, before you do that, uh-huh. let me go to the phone line, okay. and then we'll pick up a caller, and then we'll go to the next hit it and quit it. Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead with your comment. Good evening, my people. How's everybody doing? Hey, how are you? Doing fantastic, brother man. This is Papa Diddy Jr. Oh, okay. my hey. son, my son. <laughs> All right, what's going on with you? Hey, Papa Diddy Jr. I just, I, I just want well, you could just call me Junior. Okay, oh, Um, I just wanted to chime in on something that Papa Diddy just said, um, and I'm not uh, disagreeing. I just want to bring out something about you were talking about um, certain uh, businesses and neighborhoods. You forgot about, or this was left out about, in all of these black neighborhoods, there are Chinese restaurants and there are no blacks in them. 
Oh yeah, but that's yeah, that's a horse of a whole nother color. That's true. A horse of a whole nother color. They don't they don't trust us to, to they don't trust us to please. They wouldn't let us steam rice. Let alone count the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? They wouldn't even let us go near I the rice. I never see black employees. They wouldn't let us places. count the suicide packets. I got news for you. They don't like us one bit. You know, the word is out on us, and everybody believes the rumor. So I'm not, you know, but, yeah, that is, a, you know, that that's a, definitely a, in that field, you know. But all I was saying is how people kind of cover up the situation of what they really are to appease what's bringing in the money. And I'm not in agreement at all with it, believe me. I hate that crap. But I, I see why white folks do it. And at some level, if we're going to get rich, we need to learn to emulate the monkeys. <laughs> to do what they do, you know what I'm saying? Emulation is very I interesting, you know. I don't like it, but yeah, I, I don't like it. Don't get me wrong. It took me a long time to crack the egg, man. I'm an ostrich egg. I ain't no damn chicken egg. I'm an ostrich egg. It takes it takes more to crack me. But that's a strong anyway. egg. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one, a big strong one. Yeah, you know? I'm it, just it, saying, it, you know. It, it, but it, it fits Papa D's or, you know. Oh yeah, it does. The oh, egg is um, the egg is thick and solid, just like just like they are. Okay, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. All right, Junior. Thank you for calling. Appreciate you. Thank you guys. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right, Cattle, we're going to shoot it back over to you. What's the next hit and quit? This is interesting. More than 75 Capitol Police officers have quit since January the 6th. Uh Uh-oh. Capitol Police Union leaders said that more than 75 officers have left the force in the month following the January 6th riot. Union officials uh, told CNN and Capitol Police officers um, have been leaving at a rate of about three per week. Wow. The young guys don't want to be here, and the old guys who are eligible are just rolling out. Several officers who responded to the riot on January 6th suffered injuries, including Capitol Police Officer uh, uh, Brian uh, Sicknick, who suffered two strokes and died of natural causes the day after. Also, Capitol Police Officer Howard um, Liebergood and D.C. Police Officer Jeffrey Smith, who both responded to the uh, mob attack, died by suicide in the weeks after January 6th. Um, it also goes on to say, last month, the Capitol Police Union issued a statement calling on Capitol uh, Police Chief um, Yaganda Pittman and um, other office and other force leaders to resign in the wake of the Senate report that outlined security failures leading up to and during the January 6th Capitol riot. I want her to resign like she's not doing her job. Um, goes on to say, if our leaders had done their jobs, um, we would not have suffered more than 80 serious injuries within the USCP mm-hmm. and additional 70 injuries suffered by the uh, Metropolitan Police Department officers. Yeah, so they say. Right, but I, I think the Metro Police officers, they did a damn good job. Yeah, but why are they blaming it on her? Yeah. Because she's the leader, but, I mean, come on now. But they put her in charge after this all happened. Uh, yeah. So how are they going to nail her for that? Duh. That's not right. That's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we go again with that black shit. Well, <laughs> <Excuse me. laughs> here we go. Here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. Over to you, Papa Didi. What you got? Okay. Um, 
This is very interesting because it's his home for me, okay? Oh, okay. I'm from Philadelphia. Proud of it. Okay. West Philly. All right. Now, these jokers, mass white supremacists marching on Philadelphia City Hall area, which is the only area they can march in in Philly and get away with. (laughs) Let me put it to you that way. Okay, I'm from West Philly. I'm, I'm hip to North Philly. I'm hip to South Philly. I'm, well, maybe they probably get away with it in South Philly. Them, them, them raised Italians up in that joint. They'll be right at home with that. But uh, any other place like Mount Airy, West Oak Lane, Germantown, no, they wouldn't get away with it. Anyway, Philadelphia police said the white supremacists uh, were recorded marching near City Hall, downtown. You know, they go down there. They go in a big metropolitan area because they know not to penetrate any area that's cultivated and, and, and you know, just saturated with black folks, okay, because, uh, you know, it's just not going to work. So the police said white supremacists were recorded uh, marching near City Hall and shouting phrases such as uh, the election was stolen and reclaim America, okay, as they marched like 200 thick through up and down Broad Street and around City Hall. See, City Hall goes around Broad Street and Market Street, and it's a big old circle. And they're around there just in the footage. The group was uh, captured Saturday. A number of members, most of them uh, wore white masks, uh, could be seen with U.S. flags and shields in the hand. As they marched, a few could be seen also holding a large banner that read, uh, Reclaim America. These people crazy. So, okay, I don't know what America they're trying to reclaim or what have you. But, you know, but, you know. Anyway, Tanya Little, she's a spokeswoman for the local police, told NBC News that the band of marchers... Uh, who consisted of nearly 200 members, belonged to a group called the Patriots. Okay? This is a southern, they said that uh, a southern uh, poverty law center has described the Patriots front as a white nationalist hate group that uh, was formed after the uh, deadly Unite the Right rally, which was in Charlottesville, uh, Virginia, back in 2017, if you remember that situation. Okay? The group is also... uh, known for their ties to white supremacy groups. Uh, the main group is called Vanguard America. That's the main bubble of all the crap there, and I'm sure Trump runs all that. Because you can't be the president of the United States and be a fucking member. You run that shit. Anyway, the Anti-Defiant League also said the members of the group maintained that they were uh, ancestors of the uh, the conquest of the Americas, and they, they wanted behief their, their uh, legacy. And, and keep America white the way it is, so to speak. So video of the demonstrators racked up uh, thousands of viewers online, showed it uh, where the groups were marching up and down the street, but then the blacks started throwing what was known as some type of pie, uh, some type of uh, smoke bombs at them, and they kind of fled after a while, after, after they got ugly. After, after they saw the, the black folks starting to come out of the woodwork, it, it quickly dispersed, which, like I told you, it did. You're not going to penetrate Philadelphia. I mean, and I was just shocked when I heard on CNN they were marching on Philly. I was like, Philly, where? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you only got a certain selective parts of Philly you're going to be able to march in like that. Yeah. I can see if they're down in Mobile, Alabama or whatever. Anyway, but uh, just going to show you that it's out there. So be careful. Watch yourself. But it's out there. It's out there strong. Anyway. Sick. That sounds crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And Philly, of all places, you want yeah, to go and try yeah. that stuff. But why are they, I mean, mm-hmm. what was the reason? I don't understand. Why did they go there? 
just just marching, just thinking they got. You still got Trump lovers out here that are still waving the MAGA banners and still thinking they're gonna reclaim America. You still got people out here that are expecting Trump to take the White House back any day now. Trump think he's gonna take. They the White still House. think that's gonna happen. That man's literally crazy. That was crazy. I said, this time, I said last time, if he gets in the White House, I'm moving to Canada. But if he does this time, guess what? <laughs> I'm gone. You're out of here. Well, mm-hmm. we'll see. 2024 is a long way off. Okay. Well, some good news here. Um, uh, Zayla Avant, she becomes the first African-American to win the National Spelling Bee. Oh, yes. Miss Avant-Garde. That's her name, Avant-Garde. Avant-Garde. Go ahead, girl. Fourteen years old, spelling in a basketball party. Yeah. Um, this was the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Uh, she's also the second black person to win the spelling crown, following Jody Ann Maxwell of Jamaica in '98. Uh, she won off the word Marari, Marrera. I don't know. I'll spell it for you. How about that? Okay. M u r r a y a. It's a uh, tropical um, Australian tree. Mariah? That's, that what it? Sounds, that's what it sounds like. Okay. Um, she goes on to say, she says, I'm hoping that within the next few years I can see a little bit of influx of African Americans, also Hispanics too, because it's not a lot that do the spelling bee. Um, when she's not practicing spelling, um, she works on her basketball game. She holds three Guinness World Records but dribbling multiple basketballs at the same time. Yeah, she's a beast. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's talented. She's yes. a beast. Um, this year's spelling bee, it was slightly altered because of the COVID, um, they, but they made room for um, First Lady um, Jill um, Biden to attend. Last year was uh, canceled entirely, um, and it was at uh, Disney World in Atlanta this year. So. Okay. Yeah. All right, check her out. I saw her on CBS this morning. Mm -hmm. They showed a clip of her. She was dribbling five basketballs at one time, and she didn't miss one of them. It was like watching somebody juggle. Oh, but instead of juggling, she was dribbling. Oh, she was live. Yeah, no, they showed a video clip. Okay, of her doing that. She was on live, Mm -hmm. but they showed a clip of her dribbling these balls, and I was like, Oh yeah, get it, girl. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. She did a thing. All right. More positive images like that. Yeah. Well, good for her. Mm-hmm. All right. What else we got? What you got, Papa Didi? I got this guy. What's his name? I ain't pronounced it. Uh, Avenatti. Avenatti. Avan. You heard about him? He was in the news a while back. Mm-hmm. He's the lawyer for uh, Stormy Daniels. That's the that's the porno star that oh, yeah. Trump was poking. Yeah. Prior oh, to his uh, prior to oh, his election, now this guy was all over the place, you know. And and what gets me, and I'll get to the meat of it here in a minute. They say a tearful Michael what's it, Avani Avenatti Avenatti, yeah, the, the 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 bash lawyer who once represented Stormy Daniels in lawsuits against President Donald Trump was sentenced Thursday to two net now two and a half years in prison for trying to extort up to $25 million from Nike. Now, how are you going to mess with Nike when they got more They got more, They got got more. more money than your... Than, and Carter got liver pills? Carter got liver pills. There you go. Anyway, this guy's 50 years old. He rose to prominence by, uh, you know, trolling Trump concerning his charges of uh, paying off these different uh, porn stars and things like that. And the U.S. District Court guy named uh, Paul... Avanti, uh, 
He called Avanti's conduct outrageous, saying he hijacked his client's claim and used those claims to further his own agenda, which mm-hmm. now he's trying to extort million dollars from Nike, which is a multi, multi, I can't put a number mm. on that company. Anytime you paying Michael Jordan all that damn money and 50 other people walk around with Nike shirts on, don't you think they're going to get the best damn lawyers in the world to protect themselves, you crazy ass? How you going to go against that company? Anyway, the judge, now, what gets me is that at the press conference, this guy comes out of court, and he's crying like a baby. They gave him time to get his faculties together before he has to go to jail and all that jazz, you know, which is white yeah. privilege. But he's out there crying, saying, I, I destroyed my own, my own career. It's my own doing. But Now, you're going to jail for two and a half measly-ass years, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, you got monkeys going to jail for less shit than you. For 20, 30 years, yep. okay? Yep. He's going to jail, but this is going to show, this is when the the rubber meets the road when it comes to white privilege. This man going to jail for two and a half years, and he's losing his damn mind. Now, this just blows my mind. And like I said, I feel like one day in jail is too much, as far as I'm concerned, you know. I don't have white privilege, but I damn sure don't want to be behind no damn bars. But this man was just crying like a baby. I did it all to myself. I ruined my career. Man, you're going to, after, after good behavior, you're going to get out after a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So And you'll be back on the streets before you know it. Mm-hmm. And probably doing the same old rotten-ass conniving crap you've been doing, because that's all you know. Mm-hmm. So I have no sympathy for his ass. I mean, come on. He just was making a mockery of himself. And I don't know if he lost his uh, license or anything. It doesn't say that, but... Uh, these do? little soft privilege guys, you know, they're not used to Nothing. what life will be like when you get locked up. They're not used to so the judge saying. This is a major problem. He's like being on the other side. Well, he's a lawyer, yeah, now he's exactly. going actually going to jail. Yeah, yeah, he's scared as shit. So he's losing his mind. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't have him on suicide watch and all this kind of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, you know, like I said, they're soft. They can't take mm-hmm. it. Right. You set yourself up for something stupid. Now when you got to pay the price, you can't hang. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'll be walking in jail. So I say, go ahead and drop that soap, motherfucker. Oh, well. Mm-mm. Dumb man walking. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got one last one for you. Okay. Juvenile and Manny Fresh want black Americans to vax that thing up. You remember that song? Use a big fine woman, won't you back that thing up? <laughs> well, Juvenile and Manny Fresh have recreated the iconic 1999 song, Back That Ass Up, that was originally done with Lil Wayne. And they have uh, paired up with a dating app. This dating app, I'm not familiar with it, is called BLK, mm-hmm. to promote COVID-19 vaccinations in the black community. Okay. So he says, I just wanted to do something positive for my people and to stand in the front to show that I'm willing to sacrifice my life, not just for me, but also for my family. That was Juvenile who made that statement uh, in Rolling Stone magazine. He went on to say, we don't know what we're facing right now, but we really do all need to be vaccinated so we can continue to do our thing and survive. So the song's new version features refreshed lyrics, and includes Mia X with lyrics encouraging folks to get their vaccine. Mm-hmm. Some of the lyrics include, girl, you look good once you, once you vax that thing up. <laughs> You're a handsome young brother once you vax that thing up. Dating in real life, you need to vax that thing up. Feeling freaky all night, you need to vax that thing up. Okay. 
So the app that's called BLK, as I said, is um, a dating app catering to black people. Uh, And the PSA aimed to black Americans who have lagged behind white Americans in receiving the vaccine. They're saying, uh, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation analysis of CDC data, black folks make up 13% of the people who have gotten vaccinated while making up 12% of the population. So it's like, oh, okay, so we're kind of lagging behind. You know, how can we be 13% of people who have gotten vaccinated, Mm -hmm. but we're only 12% of the entire population? So black folks need to get busy and get that vaccine. So uh, here's a little bit of vax that thing up as we go to a commercial break, and we'll be coming back on the other side with Kettle and the Cocktail of the Week. So here's vax that thing up. Finna online day chat, find a may chat, open up BOK ass, okay yeah, pop up picture looking tight chat, nice chat, got your bio reading right chat, precise chat, but before you find a day chat, you gotta wait chat, gotta go back to nature, get it straight chat, girl you look good, want your vax that thing, I'm used to have some young brother, want your vax that thing up, they know real life, you need to vax that thing up, feeling freaky all night, you need to vax that thing up, girl you look good, want your vax that thing, I'm used to have some young brother, want your vax that thing up, they know real I know you can't stand it, no holding hands, chick. But when we get the shot, we gon' be romancing. Girl, you could be the queen at the quarantine. We could meet up at the spot and we could do the thing. Internet date, yeah, I'm your mate, yeah. Download the app, shorty, you ain't gotta wait, yeah. I love it when you hold me, ain't playing emoji. You could be the young hot thing, I'll be the OG. Girl, you look good, want your vax that thing. I'm using a handsome young brother, want your vax that thing. They in real life, you need the vax. Hi, welcome back to the John Barty Winnie Who's Property Interview with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Hey, hey. Better get that vax that thing up. <laughs> all right. Better get back. That's the hottest thing going on. They've been talking about it all week. And you need to vax that thing up. Let's see. And while you're doing it, you need to check out the cocktail of the week. <laughs> while you get vaxxed. <laughs> hey, after you get vaxxed that thing up, mm. check out the cocktail of the week. What you got for us this week, huh? Oh, the grilled grapefruit Paloma cocktail. All right, now. Don't be shy with it. Come on, come on. This, this is your thing here, Papa. The grapefruit is a fired-up twist on the traditional Mexican cocktail. You'll grill the grapefruit and lime to caramelize the fruit and give the juice a, a subtle, smoky edge. Smoky. Yep. Um, stir it up with tequila or mezcal. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Club soda with a refreshing drink that's perfect for all summer long. Mm. So we got two limes, a uh, fourth uh, cup of... Clapping on limes? Okay. Um, a fourth cup of white sugar, one red grapefruit, halved. Uh, a fourth cup of kosher salt, one cup of um, ice cubes, four ounces of tequila, or five if you prefer more. Um, <laughs> two, teaspoons, two tablespoons of simple syrup and four ounces of club soda. So preheat an uh, outdoor grill for medium-high heat and lightly oil the grape. Cut limes in, in half. 
um, cut one half into three wheels. Uh, pour sugar into a shallow bowl, dip lime halves, two of the lime wheels, and a grapefruit into to, um, sugar to coat thoroughly. Place limes and grapefruit cut side down on the hot grill. Woo, sizzle. Cook turning um, the lime wheels occasionally until browned and grilled marks five to ten minutes. Yeah. Um, rub remaining lime wheel over the rim of two highball glasses. Ooh, rub it, honey. So we getting somewhere now. Dip rims in kosher salt. Fill glasses with ice. Uh, juice, grilled lime halves, and a grapefruit into a small pitcher. Pour in any uh, juices that accumulated on the um, baking sheet. Stir into killer and simple syrup. Yeah, get the juice. Divide mixture between glasses and top off with the club soda. And garnish, of course, with the lime wheels. Ow! That's the uh, grilled grapefruit paloma. It'll be on our website. It's a lot of steps, but it's worth the effort. It sure is. It's delicious. Ooh, have mercy. I like that. Okay. Ooh, and after you have that, you need to vax that thing up. Okay. (laughs) All right. We're going to kick it over to you, Papa Didi. All right. What's popping? You know, a couple of things. I'm just going to bounce on a couple of things. Uh, like we Uh-oh. were speaking on earlier mm-hmm. about the Olympics, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the Olympics was held, first of all, in uh, Beijing. Mm-hmm. Then it was in Rio. Mm-hmm. And then it was in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, four, eight, twelve years mm-hmm. since America seen a damn torch. Okay? <laughs> now, okay. now, only because the IOC is so biased the Asian countries that's not even funny and they threw something at Rio just probably because the IOC leader was probably good friends with you know it's hard to be enemies with Rio because you can go there and get your swerve on party place so they had to hook them up you know? <laughs> I think personally that the, the, the Olympics should go to New Orleans in my opinion okay Ooh. Because can't ain't no party like a New Orleans party because New Orleans party don't stop. Hello. Okay? You got a super dome there. You got the the dome where the other team plays. But anyway, just, just mess around with that for one second is that the Olympics need to come back to America. Because, you know, the Asian company's been wearing masks forever. And they're, they got so many people there. They got millions and millions of people there. And there's millions and millions of opinions. You got people holding signs saying, we don't want it, we don't want this. They're, Tokyo's all over the place, you know? Mm-hmm. They're all over the place. When it comes to wanting people, now they said no fans, yada, yada, yada. I mean, Americans are almost like, let me get my medal and just get the hell out of here. Well, I guarantee when Americans get done their last competition, you're not going to see a lot of people in the final ceremony. Mm-hmm. They're going to catch planes and be gone. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't want nobody in the audience... What's restricting me from leaving when I want to leave at the back end? What's the rules on that? Okay. Now, uh, just to jump on another thing we talked about earlier, as far as um, business as usual, the young lady being the first African-American to win. Okay. Now, if somebody else won before that was Jamaican, that's not African-American. This is the first African-American that won because it's been, it's been held down by who? Middle Eastern people. That's right. Okay. Middle Eastern people are so set in their ways, they are so set in their marriages, they are so set in drilling in their kids' head ever since they're five months old that they are so much smarter than everybody else. You got pretty hair, pretty skin, 
You you know, you do the maraca better than anybody. What's the other dance called? A little shake when they shake their hips. Oh, up belly dance? Belly dancing, exactly. They got all that shit down. And they, you know, they fine as hell. So they think they're supposed to have everything. And no disrespect to them. They're beautiful people. But they think that when it comes to the spelling bee, they run shit. And they have been running shit. And black folks haven't even been competed because Middle Easterns have just took a stronghold on it. But where are they at this year? And one thing I must say, and I'm just using this part of the show as my praises. What's the young lady's name, the one at the spelling bee? Miss Avant-Garde. Avant. Let me tell you something about this girl. The girl not only has natural hair, but she's got a little afro with a damn uh, sweatband on it. Okay? When she lifted the trophy above her head, she did it with naturalism to see my beautiful young black sister win that with all. And then to do footage on her of her dribbling, shooting hoops, running game with basketball. like a, It's almost like spelling bee was her second job. This girl's a basketball phenomenon. You ain't heard the last from this girl. And then she's in a Guinness book for dribbling and all kind of stuff. I mean, if she would have lost a spelling bee, we would never knew this. Isn't it amazing how when you open up the blinds, you can see a lot of shit outside? Isn't that crazy? Okay. She wanted a spelling bee and opened up to everything that she's capable of and everything she's capable of doing. And I am so behind her 100%. I hope that the snakes of the NCAA and the rest of these damn racist-ass colleges, somebody like Yale or Harvard, don't come along and want to stick a pogo stick up her ass and run her up on a flagpole and say, yeah, we got her. And this is how these big-ass, rich-ass white colleges work. They grab our beautiful black people, and they put them in a zone, in a category. And when they get old, they get slow, they kick them to the damn curve. So, my beautiful sister, play basketball. Do your thing. Stay educated. Do what you're going to do. Stay a moving target. Don't let nobody stick a pogo stick up your ass. Stay free. Stay black. I am so overjoyed for this sister. That's all I got to say. All right. Good thing, girl. Do it. All right. Thank you, Papa Didi. That was inspirational. I'm gonna lighten it up. I feel inspired. You feel inspired? Yeah. <laughs> so we can just lighten it up even more. Yeah, I feel right now. All right. She, she's off the chain, man. Yeah, that was good. All right, let's go to the weird news. Okay. Oh, I've got the first one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Miss Commentator. You, you've been quiet all, all night, so come on, man. Okay, well, I got one for you. <laughs> okay, I've got a woman suffers terribly painful burns after spilling a cocktail on her foot. I have never heard of this, so I thought this was weird. A cocktail left an Australian reveler struggling to stand and not in the way you would think. Megan, Me- Megan Clancy redefined hot shots after someone accidentally spilled a cocktail on her foot, leaving her with painful, debilitating burns. She said it was dramatically ugly, and she didn't have pretty feet as it was. Uh, This is what she told the Kennedy News in Sydney, Australia. The 44-year-old was reportedly day drinking with friends on a boat when someone spilled a vodka, lime, and soda on her foot. She toweled it off, and didn't think anything of it until later that night when she started to feel heat and soreness on her foot. And then the next day, 
She couldn't even put her shoes on because of the agony and the pain. She went on to work, and it got worse, and then finally her boss sent her to the hospital to get examined. And after six hours of examinations by different departments, the medics diagnosed her as having contact dermatitis, which is an itchy rash generally caused by allergies, but still they weren't sure of what sparked the reaction. And then later on, it began to blister, and then her calves began to swell up. So it was getting worse and worse. So finally, the property manager uh, where she worked uploaded pictures of her foot on social media, and one of her girlfriends looked at the picture and said, oh, you got a margarita burn, and said this is a common skin affliction caused by the chemicals in the lime from the margarita. The lime reacted with the sun because they were out on a boat. So the lime reacted to the sun, and the doctors then said it's really called phytophotodermatitis, which occurs when someone gets a substance on their skin that is photo or UV sensitive. So when it's exposed to the sun, it can cause a phototoxic reaction. So Ms. Clancy struggled to walk for weeks due to severe pain, and she also suffered a skin discoloration that lasted for several months before it finally started to fade back to normal. So that's a lesson to you. If you're drinking margaritas on a boat in the sun, <laughs> don't spill it on yourself. Oh, wow. You might end up with a, let me see, what's it called? A phototoxic reaction. Oh. That's my weird news. So now you know. All right. What you got for us, weird, weird news, Papa Diddy? I got a huge snake in the toilet bites of man. What? And he thought he was doing his business. <laughs> oh, no. This, this happened in Austria. Oh. Not Australia, but Austria. This man was sitting on the john, you know. Oh. And uh, thankfully they say most nightmares don't come to life, but... Here's a nightmare that reportedly, that's reportedly real. A man in Austria was sitting on the toilet when he got bitten by a python. Oh. A python? Yeah, you know where it bit him. Oh, my the, God. The uh, 65-year-old man, okay? Oh, poor baby. Didn't really have much ass at 65. Mm-hmm. Was not identified by name because he needs at least uh, one positive thing to hold on to. Trying to keep his dignity. Yeah, he felt the nip <laughs> in, the, in the gentle area. <laughs> Well, on the toilet in in Austria about 6 a.m. in the morning. According to Associated Press, he then found the uh, albino, you know, those those pythons that are like straight albino. Real pale looking. Yeah, measuring 5 feet 3 inches in his toilet. Okay, imagine jumping up off the toilet and seeing that. The reptile should be easily traced back. It belongs to a 24-year-old neighbor who has 11 non-venomous snakes. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, in his apartment. In his apartment? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has them in uh, transoms and also in drawers. Okay. This one has slipped away and used the pipes to escape. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, where was this? This was in Austria. <laughs> Not Australia, but yeah, Austria. Wonder. Yeah. That's crazy. So he went to the hospital to treat it. It was a non-venomous, so he didn't suffer any poison situation. Well, that's good. But he did get bit in his gentle area. They didn't say whether it was... I guess that's just more embarrassing than anything. They didn't say whether it was just Johnson or his testicles, but... 
They said Gentiles, that's close enough. Shit, they could bite my ass cheek and I'll be scared as fuck. That's crazy. See, my problem is, why does a neighbor have all these kind of animals in their apartment? Not in a house, but in an apartment. apartment. Why are you, you got, what, spiders and snakes and critters and... Please. Crazy motherfucker. Okay. And no Um, girlfriend. That's why. (laughs) Exactly why. Those are girlfriends of damn snakes. Apparently. (laughs) Who's going up in there? (laughs) All right, what you got, voice cattle? Ooh, this is the craziest stuff I've ever heard. Hines launches petitions. It must not be uh, relevant no more, so they had to do something. Hines launches a petition to make hot dog buns. The hot hot dogs and buns equal a number. Mm. Okay. I like that. Okay. Check this. I'm not mad at that. I like that. Hines Ketchup Canada just launched a petition to tackle a significant issue that many food lovers can't understand. Mm. Why is the number of buns and hot dogs always mismatched? Mm-hmm. Hot dog wieners come in packs of ten. Hot dog buns come in packs of eight. Why? That is That's true. That's true. I just so, put some hot dog bros a day. <laughs> Eight. So as so you got about two packs of um, hot dogs, huh? <laughs> yeah, but then you have more rolls than you have hot dogs. Okay, maybe they should make a two-pack hot dog thing. I, I don't know. That was a good that that, that was okay. a good pre-op for this. Okay, as okay. a condiment that has been bringing food together for over 150 years, we've decided enough is enough. That's why they started the Heinz Hot Dog Pack. We're calling mm-hmm. on Big Bun and Big Wiener companies to find the answers to this hot dog packaging mismatch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So far, more than 16,000 people have signed the online petition. Interesting. Okay. Let me go sign this thing. Um, the National Hot Dog Sausage Council, okay, that's a thing, has the scoop. <laughs> when hot dog buns were introduced, hot dogs were sold in varying quantities at the butcher shop. Not until 1940 were hot dogs packaged the way we currently see them in the grocery store today. So when manufacturers began began packaging hot dogs, they chose the tin to the pack formula. Today, the hot dogs are sold uh, most often in eight or ten of packs. Um, sandwich rolls or hot dog buns most often come eight to a pack because the buns are packed uh, are baked in clusters of four in pans designed to hold eight rolls. Why don't they get new pans? Hey, okay. Okay. So the NHDF, which was the national hot dog thing, whatever, winner thing, established in 94, started that, stated that even though they're called hot dog buns, these same buns are often used to hold sausages and, you know, other things too. Interesting. So then the question still remains, why, why can't they be even? <laughs> because to me it is ridiculous when you buy hot dogs and you buy the buns, mm-hmm. there's always more hot dogs than you have buns. Right. So you end up having to use bread for those last two hot dogs. Well, I guess they figure they're giving you more for your money, giving you $10. Yeah, but you, don't, but you only have eight buns. Oh, no. That doesn't make sense. Well, I just told you why it's eight because it's the mold, I guess. Well, then give me eight hot dogs <laughs> and redo the mold, like you said. Yeah, either change the pan or put eight hot dogs in the pack. Yes, yeah. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But some some places you can't buy eight hot dogs in a pack, you know. So but the norm is ten. So. Yeah, they're just making this difficult for us. 
you got to buy more of something. All right. Well, I got to think about this, so I'm gonna think about it over the break, <laughs> and then we're coming back on the other side with I'm just saying with me, red wine. Let me yeah. uh first before we go, oh, let me let me do one thing real quick. Mm-hmm. Let me give a backstory on the Heinz people. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what you got? All right. First of all, being from Philadelphia, John Heinz, for example, John Heinz was a senator mm-hmm. from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. This is the Air family of the Heinz ketchup and all that jazz. Okay. Okay. John Hines was a senator, real nice guy, mm-hmm. Democrat, mm-hmm. senator, good-looking man, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, he died in Haverford, Pennsylvania, because he was about to land in Philadelphia, and a gun-ho helicopter, because the landing gear wouldn't come down on the private plane. Mm-hmm. So a gun-ho helicopter guy went up there to see if his landing gear was down or not. Mm-hmm. And the helicopter blades got caught into his private jet, and he the, the plane went down in the elementary school. I think it killed a couple of kids in the oh. schoolyard, the elementary school as well. This is John Hines, oh, who was terrible. the heir of the Hines Ketchup Company and all that. Mm-hmm. Now, his wife, for example, who was, you know, she ended up marrying John Kerry. You know, Kerry, the... Oh, uh, that ran for... He ran for president at one yeah. time, and he was also the secretary. Right, she's married now to Kerry, who was... Uh, remember, Kerry was the secretary of whatever, Something, yada, yada, yeah. yeah. I remember the right, name, Right, exactly. Yeah. So right now, Hines' his wife's married to Kerry. But John Hines was a senator from Pennsylvania, a very nice man. Very, mm-hmm. very nice man that died tragically in a, a little plain tobacco. In Halford, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and he's the heir of the Heinz ketchup situation. Mm-hmm. You know, his sister now runs all the Heinz ketchup stuff, okay. but that's where Heinz comes from. Just like Kraft mm-hmm. is the owner right. of the New England Patriots mm-hmm. own that mm-hmm. there. So mm-hmm. the Heinz family and the Kraft family are big money people. Oh, sure. This is old money, honey. Mm-hmm. Old yeah, money. that is old money. Old money, honey. Money that don't stop flowing. That's that old mm-hmm. money you got to blow the dust off mm-hmm. of. Look in the pantry. You got Heinz and you got Kraft. You know, anyway, I just want to put that footnote out there. Okay. Well, thank you for that. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with I'm Just Saying on the other side. You're listening to The Pajama Party Show. This is The Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you, so pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Is it tea time, darling? Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. One who's Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, so what we got? Uh, we got uh, red wine, but I'm just saying. You ready for? Uh, oh, I'm ready. The DSA? Mm-hmm. I am locked and loaded. Locked okay. and loaded. Locked and loaded. So I'm just saying tonight they're trying us. Mm. They're trying us 
the first, let me just say I am no longer an athlete, but I used to be. But I do feel the pain that black female athletes are enduring. So these black women are living out. You remember Miss Sophie from, uh, I mean, Miss Sophia, that was her name, from The Color Purple. Remember that line? Everybody knows that line when she said, all my life I had to fight. Mm -hmm. These black female athletes are living that out because they have worked hard. They swam. They ran. They have fought, clawed, scratched, done everything they could to get to the top of their game only to be stopped by a bunch of bullcrap, in my opinion. I'm just saying, they're trying this. Now, let's go back to Shikari Richardson, fastest sprinter like ever. She was destined for gold. We all know that. Everybody knows that. But when she tested positive for weed, even though she smoked it in a state where it was legal, and even though weed is not a performance-enhancing drug, she was booted from the competition. And we all get it, like we talked about at the top of the show. The rules are the rules, and we got to abide by the rules. But rules have exceptions. Every rule, when somebody makes a rule, there's always an exception that can be made. But the exceptions are only made for those that are chosen. And apparently, Shikari was not one of the chosen. But she owned up to her mistake. She blames herself and only herself for the choice that she made. But that's not going to get her back on that team. She's done for the Olympics for this time around. But it does seem odd that those exclusions and exceptions to the rules seem to always, or at least the uh, exclusion, seem to always have more of a negative effect on the black athletes. I'm just saying, they're trying us. Like that story we discussed about the soul cap with the swimming cap. Why would the governing body have a problem with a swim cap that helps black swimmers take care of their hair? Why do you care? You got different hair than we do. We got a different process that we have to do to our hair. Perm is not always the answer. So if we don't want to put the chemical in our hair, we got to do something different. So for y'all to be all wrapped up in what we do to our hair, that you have to make all these decisions about a daggone cap, y'all are doing too much. I'm just saying. It's been proven that that cap does not make you any faster. It just keeps all that nasty chlorine from penetrating your hair. So why do do y'all get all wrapped up? and all of that and why do you have a rule for all these white people making a rule about what black people do with their hair I'm just asking you know it it just seems like once again is it a coincidence that the ruling happened right after Great Britain had their first black female swimmer qualify for the Olympics is it a coincidence I think not This stuff all seems very orchestrated to me. Maybe that's the conspiracy in me. Probably is, but that's the way I see it. Uh, By the way, that sister in Great Britain, her name is Alice Deering. She qualified for the Olympic team. This is like the first time that's happened. Hmm. But then right on the heels of that, the Olympic Committee or whatever that governing body is, they're tripping about that soul cap saying, oh, no, we're not going to allow that. We... Y'all can do it for practice, but not in the Olympics. Why we got to tear our hair up just to compete? Y'all just don't want us to... I mean, we're going to beat you either way. 
If we don't look as good as we normally would, okay, so be it. We're still going to smash it. I'm just saying. And let's not forget that for years, black people were not even allowed to go in your daggone swimming pool because of all your little racist craziness. You don't want black people in the water with you because you thought the black was going to jump off on you or because you thought our blackness was dirt. So you didn't want that to get on your skin, on your whiteness. So we weren't allowed to get in the pool. Consequently, we didn't learn how to swim like you all learned how to swim. And as a result, are y'all aware that black people drown at higher rates than any other race? Simply because of years of not being able to learn how to swim. Now we can, but this stuff carries over from generation to generation. All of this stuff is orchestrated once again due to racism. But y'all still want to try to keep us down. Look, Malcolm X didn't lie when he said black people are the most disrespected and unprotected people in America. I just hope that the black athletes who managed to cut through all this bull Get in those Olympics and show the hell off. Do your thing. Get every medal you can get. Win them all. Get the gold. Get the silver. Get the bronze. Lock them all out. I'd like to see a black person up on all three of those pedestals. You know, no matter how hard they try to stop us, they try to block us, they try to delay us, our greatness is going to rise to the surface no matter what. So do what you got to do. Handle your business. This is red wine, and I'm just saying they're trying us, but we're gonna we're gonna have the victory when it's all said and done, cause that's just what we do. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. All right, I like that. That was a good one. Dude. I'm just tired of the book. Oh, and I forgot to mention how they disqualified five African females. Because they said, oh, they have naturally high testosterone levels. So their testosterone levels are just too high. Even though the testosterone levels were naturally occurring, not because these are, I'm not talking about the the sister that was transgender, whose mm-hmm. name I can't think of right, right now. Right, right. These are five other women from African nations who just happen to have naturally occurring high testosterone. They've been disqualified. I'm like, y'all scared. Y'all scared. <laughs> you just don't want to get shown up at the Olympics. Wow. So you're doing everything you can do to try to shut us out, block us, prevent us. But we're going to still rise to the top like cream. We're going to rise well, to the top. But you know what, too? I mean, you kind of open up a can of worms. Who is on this Olympic committee? Is, That's a good is question. Is diversity there? Probably not. Because, you know, if you have all white panel or whatever, so to speak, they don't understand the things that we go through as far as, like you said, hair. And I nor do they care. Right. They don't understand that for black people it's not that easy to have to go do your hair after a swim meet right. or after a practice or a trial right. or any of that. It's a whole thing. Oh, sure. We don't you know, just wash our hair and go. <laughs> it's, it's a whole Thing. But then a lot of things need to change, too. So It needs to change. All right, let me run back to the phone lines. We got Junior on the line. I celebrate my birthday a whole month. Come on, Junior. That's what you When it's the next cocktail time or something, we need to go to Miller's Ale House. Hello. Well, y'all, y'all working women. 
Okay, Junior, talking to somebody. Junior, come on. We got you back on the y'all line. Y'all catches me, so on the weekend, that's when I like to get it in. Okay. Get it in on the weekend. Junior said, I'm trying to get it in. I guess that conversation was not meant for the banana. No, I don't know. So. Okay, Junior, I'm going to give you one more chance. <laughs> if you can hear me, boom, boom, we're getting ready to come back to you to get your comment. I see you back in the queue. Get it? Are you ready? I'm going to come back to you one more time. <laughs> I, um, on, two, on Thursdays and Fridays. I'm still not ready. Okay. We'll try here later on. All right. Let's keep it moving. All right. What you got over there, Papa? Papa Didi, living for the city. Ooh. What's happening? You know, there's a group back in the day called RZA, and they had a song called uh, No Matter How Hard You Style, You Can't. No Matter How Hard You Try, You Can't Stop Me Now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. Right, it's got a Gil Scott Heron flavor to it. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop me now. All right, so pull it up to get opportunity. RZA. Okay. Very black song. Very, very, very deeply rooted beat type of African overtone kind of situation. And, and Redwine, I'll play on what you were saying because all this stuff comes into play on what I was saying earlier, how sometimes we got we to gotta dazzle them with brilliance and baffle them with bullshit. Sometimes we can't come in with what we are. We got to come undercover. We got to send the women in first and let the men follow. You know what I'm saying? Because they're scared to death of the black man. So why would you send a black man in first to get his head chopped off? You know what I mean? They they know how to attack us. Mm-hmm. So if ladies come in in another aspect and open up the door and clear the way and then let the kings follow, you know? Right. And, and it's an interesting thing to say. And you got to stop thinking that when you say that you're showing a sign of weakness because you're not. You're just trying to bullshit these motherfuckers. They're the use of us coming in a certain way. we got to stop coming in the way they think we're going to come in because they think they know us so well when they don't know us at all, you know? Right. And when we give them what they think they want, they don't respect us at all. At that point, stop being so obvious. With your stuff, especially if you're young and you 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 only been in the world twenty years, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. In the A in the OIC, the jokers in there are sixty years old or better. You know what I mean? They've been slapping down racial stuff forever, and you come here twenty years old, acting like you were fresh. You ain't nothing. You're a green grape. You're not even a damn red grape. You're a pair of pants that ain't even fucking hemmed. You ever seen a pair of pants that ain't even hemmed up? Okay. Or a dress that ain't hemmed up? Mm-hmm. It ain't ready. You're a raisin before it becomes a grape. You and they know that. They've been if, if people have been smacking you around for so long, they know how to smack you around. So stop coming in so obvious. Like I said earlier, and I reiterated, I won't even stay long. If I had a club in a Spanish neighborhood, Spanish people would be running my shit. If I had a club that I owned, because ownership is nine-tenths of the law. If you own some shit, chances are you're going to win the case in court. Mm-hmm. That's nine-tenths of the law is yep. possession. Possession. Possession right. is nine-tenths of the law. If you own something, so who owns it? Who names on a lease? If your name ain't on a lease and that's your girlfriend, you're getting kicked out. Whoever's name is on a lease, the other person getting kicked out if y'all fighting at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay? So all I'm saying is that if I had a club in a white neighborhood that was a great club that was prominent and white folks loved it, I'd have white folks running. I'd interview the best white motherfuckers I could find. They wouldn't be controlling shit, but they'd be running shit. 
You understand me? That's how we got to take this stuff. Yeah, I got you. And you got to take it with strength and agility so these white folks are now scared of you, scared of your authority, scared of your leadership. Don't tell them too much shit. Don't bring your family around. Don't bring your fucking kids around them. Don't bring none of that around them because all that is is bait. That's like putting a big-ass worm in the damn ocean and a fish going to jump at it. Don't give nobody no reason to have nothing on you. Live your life like Denzel Washington. You don't ever see that brother involved in no drama. That's one of the one actors in Hollywood you don't see involved in nothing. Because he'd know where him and his wife stands. He's making movies, making money, living large, but he ain't living large. You know? He's living the way he's supposed to live. He's a regular brother, but I bet you that brother got mad bank. I tell you what, Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks, two of the richest jokers on the planet. But you would never know it because they don't live like that. But all I'm saying, make a long story short, with all the stuff going on, you only got to trust and believe in yourself. Because look at Simone. Simone ain't paying nobody in the rabbit-ass mind. Her brother just got freed from a situation with the, with the law. He was in a murder situation. He just got acquitted on that situation. Simone who? Simone Biles, your girl. Oh, oh the gymnast. Yeah, yeah, the gymnast. Her brother just got acquitted on some type of murder situation. I don't know what it was about. But I don't know whether or not her fame had anything to do with it, but he's acquitted. And you can't do double jeopardy, so he can't be trialed again. So whatever. But she ain't paying nobody else no mind because she's trying to set her family free. She could have said something about Richardson, but at the time, she got a brother fight, fighting a murder charge. So it's like, fuck you, Miss Richardson. I got to fuck with somebody whose last name is Bowles. You know what I'm saying? So we all got to stay in our own nests and do our own thing. And, and, and you know, but like you said, Redwine, there's a lot of stuff out there that's, that's out there that's wide open. But all I say to black people, look, learn to watch white folks stronger, emulate them, see what they do. Don't tell them too much stuff. Keep stuff closer to your chest, to your vest. Don't expose nothing. Don't invite people to a party unless you can trust their ass. If you can't trust your coworker, do not go to the 5 o'clock happy hour with their ass. That's suicide. That's I'm out. I'm going to leave it alone. All right, now. Anyway. You brought the mic. Yeah, you're right about that. <clears throat> All right. Thank you, Papa Didi. All right. Good commentary. Oh, yeah, serious. All right. Well, let's shift gears and go to the West Coast for the Hollywood wrap-up with Kettle. Hollywood. All right. All right. All right. What's happening in the entertainment industry, Kettle? Oh, well, well, well. Got a lot. Buckle up and hold, hold on to your seat. All right. Okay. Megan McCain, post about taking big risks, announcing an exit from the view. Mm-hmm. They responded to gossip surrounding her recent announcement that she will be leaving her post at The View. Mm-hmm. Um, Bye. The TV personality 36 shared the news with viewers during the July 1st episode of the Daily Talk Show. Um, I don't know how she lives in D.C. Mm. Um, mm. Talking about she, her living in D.C. with her husband and nine-month-year-old daughter, mm. Liberty. She wants to spend more time with them. And she has some things coming up also. I didn't realize she's only been here for, what, four years. She started in October 2017. Hmm. Um, 
She goes on to say this was not an easy decision, she said when announcing her exit. It took a lot of thought and counsel and prayer and uh, talking to my family, my close friends. And uh, she said COVID has changed the world for all of us, and it changed the way I guess she looks at things, life herself, she says. So um, I guess she wanted to just enjoy life, you know. Um, she got enough money. <laughs> quite sure Daddy left her quite a bit of money. So, you know, and also she's doing some different things. Also, the um, can't remember the guy's name, but she's doing some projects with him. Um, he was uh, known to be dating um, Kim Kardashian. What's the black announcer's name? I can't remember his name. I don't know. She was doing a project with him, and you know, she probably want to do other things. So wait, you said her daughter's name is Liberty? Yes. Okay, no comment. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, why? What's the problem? Nothing. Okay. I, would, I think she probably wouldn't get rid of some of their Republican stuff. I think she's really changing. Yeah. Like maybe, her mother. Maybe. Yeah. Also, Will Smith is in the news. He pays for 4th of July fireworks in New Orleans. That's you guys take. Hey. If you watch the fireworks in New Orleans over the 4th of July, you may owe Will Smith a thank you note. Okay. New Orleans didn't have fireworks in 2020 due to concerns about crowds at the height of the corona pandemic. So when the actor heard that the city didn't have the funds to mark the Independence Day in 2021, he decided to step up. He just probably just blinked or spit out $100,000. That's about <laughs> what it was. That was a tab. And, um, hey, he took care of it. Apparently that must be his city, too. Mm. Um, yeah. So, uh, a, a gift of city fireworks was made possible by actor and producer Will Smith, along with his company, Westbrook. So, he just wrote it off. Right, Papa? Okay. He just wrote that shit off. Yeah. Yeah. So, also this weekend, uh, Blake Shelton and uh, Gwen Stefani, they tied the knot. Mm. Oh, did they? Finally. finally. Tied the knot on his ranch. Um, Yay! He's only 45. She got herself a young buck. She's 51. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny how she looks younger than he does? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they got married um, in his backyard. You know, he, he, he built a chapel and everything. And that's country. I said, that's, that's nice. That's country, but it's nice. Country, it's nice. <laughs> Look, she She's seems good. to be happy with it. So, I good mean, dude. And it, yeah, it her is. Her child loves him. You're right. And she has three sons, Zuma, Kingston, and Apollo. 7, 12, and 15. And they said, hey, those kids. Apollo. They, they love Blake. <laughs> okay. Uh, last but not least, Christina, Christina Hack has been secretly dating a new boyfriend for months. Uh, he's a real estate agent. Um, she is the young lady on Flip or Flop. This is her. She's been married twice. Oh. And wait a minute, you talking about the blonde the yes. that was married to uh, Tariq? Yeah. And I'm saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she she married the other guy too, and instead the aunt instead mm-hmm. she married him, but their their divorce yeah, is finally yeah. final. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I thought she already was yeah. married to somebody. He was, she was, but they are they are legally divorced now. Okay. So and he's he, on to the next one. Yeah, and he is he. The ex-husband is dating Renee uh, Renee Zingweather. Zingweather. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Damn, too much. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, but 
she I think she's special. I think that's what oh, she's she's very special. Yeah. So, um hey, she got a new boat now, so do your thing. But my thing is, why it has to be announced? But she claims she wants her private life to be private. How can well, it how be? can it be? Right. If you posting on Instagram and you posting um y'all at dinner and y'all exactly. vacationing, um how can you, you know See that's saying one thing and doing another. Right. So I don't right. understand. So that's, that's my hunger. Crazy so, woman. Yeah, that that she is. So, okay. It's gonna be interesting to see how long this gonna last. So. <laughs> um, so. I, I, look, I wish the ex-husband all the luck in the world. Well, I like him. I've never yeah. really been a fan of hers, well, honestly. But I mean, I have to say, she does reinvent herself, and they seem to gravitate to her. So she's doing her thing. I ain't mad at her, but. But how she got her own show She's special. at Christina on the Coast on HGTV, <laughs> I don't like her, so I don't like that show. Right, her and I love HGTV, but right. I don't, I don't like that show. I, you know what? Unfortunately, when the first husband, when they were together and they got a divorce, the drama, it, I think it boosted up ratings. Yeah, yeah they're so, back together again. Yeah. No, they're not together. No, they're not they're together. No, they together. work together. They, they work together, but they're doing a show that, together. Yeah, right. That boosted they're up rating. They're good with building houses together. They still have together. their business. Right. But they ain't got that emotional tie. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. That was a good one for us. We got some good information. All right, Papa Didi. That takes us down to the kissing list. If you could explain that for everybody. That's the list of people that show their butt. And we're going to give them a tag on their thing on the butt. Oh, just like the so, bite on the butt? Yeah, yeah like that snake. <laughs> like the snake. It's a snake bite on the butt. Mm-hmm. So who we got on the list first? We got the OIC, the International Olympic uh, Committee. I for, know that's right. Yeah, absolutely. For all that old, you know, keep putting the Olympic in all these different places they wanted to be in. Yeah. Now it's blowing up in their face. Yeah. Because Tokyo ain't going to make no money. Not at all. They ain't selling no booze. They ain't selling and no food. We got no spectators. Nothing. I'm sorry, but if that shit goes back to them within the next four, four to eight years, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. Something ain't right. Mm-hmm. It's uh, already not right. This um girl Rachel Nichols. Uh, oh, oh yeah, and girl. Yeah. She's full of crap, and them them black basketball players need to stop kissing her ass. But yeah, she's full of crap. They, they, they all they, they could be doing more than that. They want to be. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, she wears a big old red wig. She's probably ugly as hell underneath all that bullshit she wears. Oh, yeah. She's okay. a mess, please. I'm adding Kevin McCartney, the speaker of the, what is he, minority speaker of the house? Minority speaker, yeah. Um, I read recently that he had hired low-key an assistant or some kind of assistant to go and handle all of the issues that were brought up or kicked up mm. by that ding that uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. All of the mess that she creates, he had hired an, somebody to go and put out those fires. And I'm like, you know what, if that was a real issue, mm-hmm. which it is, why would you try to keep it on the low? Why wouldn't you just say, okay, we all got somebody things. who's doing that. But you try to keep things secret, and then when it comes out, you look stupid. So I'm putting him on the kiss it list for that. Well, let me tell you, by 2023, all of this, everybody's going to be happy to fly, straighten up and fly right. Absolutely. It's going to get ugly. Also, we got I got uh, Trump 45 for <laughs> all his frivolous lawsuits against Facebook, Twitter, and Google. 
that are going to go nowhere. You're just wasting time and energy. I, I really don't see that as going anywhere. And Ruby Giuliani for just being old and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, we, we talked about what you said, but I'm going to add the Tokyo Olympics in general for not canceling that thing. Why are you trying to do this when you got corona on the rise and you're still trying to have it? Then you cancel the spectators. You're not making any money. They ain't making no Why money. are you still doing this? This ain't nothing but a TV show now, as they say. Yeah, this is crazy. It's a TV show. No audience, no mothers in the audience, no family. Because at first, show. remember, at first they said, okay, the spectators will be here at 50% capacity, but you're not allowed to cheer. Because cheering can cause spittle to fly, and that can spread corona. So, yeah, they said you can't cheer. You know what? And then I, they finally shut it down. I do believe, and mark my word on this, there will be an opening ceremony, but there will not be a closing ceremony. They'll <laughs> well, just say well, they're going to have to do something. Because jokers are going to get their medal and go. They're going to get they their medal and go something. home. I don't anyway, think let me add the, the, the masked idiots in Philadelphia who decided they were going to Whatever yeah, they were they, trying to they accomplish. They had to hang around Center City. Yeah, the white people with the mask on. White mask, mind you. White people in white mask in Philly. I don't know what y'all were tripping on. Also, I want to add the state of Texas. They do some wild stuff legislatively and law-wise. But I read something today that Texas arrested a black man who stood in line for seven hours to vote in the 2020 election. But they found out, which I don't understand how they even investigated it, but they found out that this man had a parole going back to 1995, but it was still active. And their laws say that if you have active probation or parole, you're not allowed to vote. So they went and arrested him because he cast his vote in 2020 while he was still on parole. But they put him in jail because he couldn't make the bail of $100,000 for this. The man said, I don't have any money. It's a black man. So now he's sitting in jail because he couldn't make bail of $100,000 for voting? That's ridiculous. Texas can kiss my natural. Anyway. Yeah, they're on my kissing list. That's crazy. And then people who own snakes in confined places like apartments and can't keep up with them when these snakes get out and terrorize other people, you are on the kiss it list. Uh, Do we have anybody else? Marjorie Taylor Greene, as always, she's on the kiss it list. Yeah, Rachel Nichols, right? Rachel Nichols, we said her. Anybody else, Papa Didi? Kettle? No, I can't think of nobody. Okay. Everybody on this week's kiss it list, Here's your special award, Taylor made just for Kiss you. my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass.
All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm host, Papa Dean. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the last word. And you're up first, Papa Dini. What's your last word? My last word is uh, stay woke, as they say, you know. Stay woke. There's a lot going on. I just hope the Olympics, which is coming up soon, it's going to be very yes, entertaining. It's the 24th, I believe. I just hope whoever's there, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Notaki. Uh, Which one? Notaki Asana, uh, the tennis player. Oh, Osaka. Osaka, yes. Yeah, she's representing Japan. I'm looking yeah, to see Naomi. Her, uh, yeah, Naomi. I'm looking to see Naomi kick some major butt. And uh, this, it's going to be very entertaining. See what happens. Get that medal and go. No matter what it is, the medal is the medal. All right. Well, my last word is, in the words of Issa Rae, I'm rooting for everybody black. So I'll be watching the Olympics as much as I can catch, and I'll be rooting for everybody black. So get those medals. <laughs> get the gold. Get the silver. Get the bronze. Get all you can get. Get all. Get those medals. I'm rooting for everybody black. And that's my last word. Okay. Why not? Um... I was going to be quiet tonight. <laughs> we talked about so much. Don't be quiet. <laughs> um, I say it. Say it. But some rules just need to be updated. Those Olympic people, whoever they are, they need to update some things, mm-hmm. um, change some things. They, you know, the future is here, and you got to change those yeah. things that are there. I mean, yeah. come on. got to keep up. I'm not saying because of Shikari Richardson. I'm not saying that, but just update I think they need to do that every two years. You 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 know you congregate as a committee, do committee shit. Just get the shit right, get it together. You know, change with the times. That's what I'm saying. Every two years they should be updated. So um, yeah. that's a good point. And I need to put that, that's a t-shirt update. MFS. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just update. That's all. You got change with the times. You really do. But that's a good point, because why are you using 2020 rules in 2021 or 19-something rules? Right, but I'm saying that... And that year is gone. Right, but but they they date that stuff back when, quote-unquote, Olympic time, so to speak. I'm not sure when Olympics started, but I'm just saying you need to just continue to update. Well, let me say one more thing. I have, I'm a man of a certain age, and I think that I took my first puff of a marijuana cigarette maybe back in 1975. I don't want to date myself, but I will to make a point. <laughs> marijuana is not a performance-enhancing drug. It's not by any drug. If anything, it's I'm the opposite. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> Anytime I smoked a joint, I did not feel like going out and running a hundred yard dash. That's just some—I I hate to say—but that's just some bullshit that they say. It's not true. So you know, maybe the the committee need to take a toke or something, so they can understand yeah. what, what it does for it you. It does not make you run. <laughs> it does not make you run faster. It does not make you run faster. I can see maybe steroids. It makes you paranoid. It makes you thirsty. And it gives you the munchies. <laughs> and it makes you sleepy. And it makes That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's going to make you feel like 
Speedy Gonzalez. Nothing wrong with sports movers, but what are you going to do? Just the same thing with these damn cats that they're talking about. Exactly. Why in the freak is a damn cat going to enhance your performance? I mean, my hair is locked. They put the and word my hair soul is long. in front of it. Oh, soul. They must I have haven't, some You know what? I'm going to say this. I haven't been swimming all summer for one reason. It's because I'm not trying to expose my locks to all that chlorine. If I'm not ready to go and have it washed and redone and all that, like I said, it's a whole process. Now, if there was a cap, now that I know about soul caps, I'm going to get me one. If I can go get that and I can get all my locks up in that cap, I can go swimming and know that I can pull that off and keep rolling and not have to go mm-hmm. in up in somebody's salon. But 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 here, to what that this is, is a white society. And the Truly. white folks, they don't... No, what we go through. Right. You know, they, 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 they never don't care. care. Right. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah, that's, they don't care. Yeah. They just, yeah. If you notice, when you go in a hotel, motel, Holiday Inn, Motel 6, there is a blow dryer in your oh, bathroom. Sure. Sure. And that's for white folks, not for you. Because mm-hmm. white folks have to wash the oil out of their hair. We put oil in our hair. White folks wash oil out of their hair, and they have to blow dry when they're done. The blow dryer in a hotel room is for them, not for us. That's why it's in every room in America, whether you're in the Motel 6 or the yeah. Bellevue Stratford. There's a blow dryer in the hotel. I tell you what, I bathroom. use those little blow dryers when I have clothes that I need to hand wash. If I end up someplace that I hadn't planned on staying, mm. when that may happen by chance, and I need to hand wash some garments, Mm-hmm. I use that little blow dryer to say, oh, let me hand wash this and blow it dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm going to use I that for. I used to use them to dry my joints after I rolled them on. Oh, I don't know about that. Anyway. But anyway, all right, well, that wraps it up for tonight before we get into a confessional. So we're going <laughs> to say goodnight. And uh, Papa Didi, you want to say goodnight? Uh, goodnight, everybody. Say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight. And this is Red Wine signing off until next week. Bonsoir. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to DC Homegrown, our parent company. Thanks to our callers. And uh, we'll see you. Oh, we'll not see you, but uh, we'll hear you next week. Or you'll hear us. We'll do it again next week. We're out. Happy weekend, everybody. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well... Good night. Dabi Koo. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Party cool people will be you. No clothes allowed. I'm a party.